Hey, what's going on, fam? Thank you for tuning in to Beacon Church Online. Man, I cannot wait to share what God has laid on my heart. But if you're new here, please subscribe to this channel. That way you can be notified every time we upload new content. I hope you've had an incredible summer and I cannot wait to speak to you today. So get ready and let's dive in. I want to jump right in to a passage of scripture with you, and it's found in the book of Exodus. It might be a familiar passage to you, but I think it's going to be transformative in your life today. It's the pivotal moment when God reveals himself to Moses. If you remember the story, God comes and he starts speaking through a bush that's on fire, but not being consumed. It's a little bit freaky, and Moses then begins to have a conversation And this is when God says to Moses, you're the man for the job. You are going to lead all of these Israelites out of Egypt and into the promised land. And Moses is perplexed by this and he fully doesn't understand what is going on. And he begins to have conversation with God thinking to himself, are you sure you have the right guy? And so in Exodus chapter three, verse 12 This is what God says to him, and this is what I want you to get today. God says this, I will be with you, and this will be a sign to you that it is I who have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God on this mountain. Now, let's keep going because then Moses jumps around a little bit more and says, "Um, are you sure? Suppose this happens. I, you know, I'm not a good speaker. I don't know what's going on here. Are you sure what I have is enough for you to use for me to do this job? And here's what God says. Now, it's the next chapter, Exodus chapter four, and this is what it says in verse two. Moses has been replying, and so God says, hey, what's in your hand? Moses replied, a staff? And then the Lord said, throw it on the ground. So Moses threw it on the ground, and it became a snake, and he ran from it. I would too. And then the Lord said to him, reach out your your hand and take the tail. So Moses reached out, took a hold of the snake, and it turned uh, back into a staff, in his hand. And this became the tool. This became the tool that God used to take the Israelites and perform every miracle necessary to get them to freedom. What you have and what God has placed inside of you is enough. Moses, he had no idea that what God was about to do would transform the entire course of humanity. And years and years, thousands of years down the road, this would be a story, not just a fictional story, but a true story of God's provision and love for his people. Moses thought what he had was not enough, but God took what he was doing and what he had in his hand, and he actually provided the miracle necessary. I don't know about you, but there's been many times in life when I have questioned, am I good enough? There's been many times in life where I've questioned, is this enough for God to do a work? 
Is what I have enough? Is what God's given me enough? Is this gift enough? And right now we live in a culture, we live in a day and age where people are attempting to transform who they are to fit in to culture and what it says about humanity and what it says people should be and look like and do. There's all these different boxes to check. This is how you become successful. This is this is how you can raise your family. This is what you need to do. The secular world will always teach crazy and outrageous things that ultimately will require you to change who you are. But the reality of it is that God says you are enough. And what he's given you is enough for you to get the job done that he's called you to do. People are constantly insecure in their life, thinking to themselves, is this going to be enough for God to use me? Maybe it's the gift that is placed in your hands that you have not really worked on and stewarded well, and therefore no one really knows about it. But deep down inside, it's your passion and it's your dream. Maybe it's something that you don't think matters. And so you've been chasing down other things that you want to do or celebrity idols and people that you wish you were. And so you're trying to transform your life to be more like that. The truth of the matter is the way God sees you right now is the way he wants you to be. The way God sees you deep down inside, the real you, not the fake you, not the facade that you try to put on, not the, not the person that we want everybody to see online, but the real you deep down inside, that's the you that God wants to use. He did it with Moses. He did it with David. He did it with Samson. And we see every incredible hero of the faith, even in the Old Testament, God took the imperfect people, the ones that were the outcasts, the misfits, the ones that didn't seem to have it all together. He took those individuals and through their humility, allowed them to be the tool that God used to bring transformation into the land. He's still in the business of doing that today. And he wants to do that in your life. Now, here's something really cool. If we fast forward all the way into the New Testament, into the life of Jesus, we see miracle after miracle after miracle that Jesus performs. And one of my favorite stories in the New Testament is probably the story you grew up on in Sunday school. It's the one where Jesus feeds over 5,000 families, not just 5,000 people, but 5,000 men, women, and children. So more like 20,000 people. Now, if you know the story, you might understand that Jesus had been doing ministry all day and he had been talking and preaching and teaching. And finally, the people came out to say, you know, we're getting hungry. And Jesus thought, well, instead of sending them out, why don't we all have a huge picnic right here on this lawn? So he sends the disciples to find some food. Now, as the story goes, the disciples come back and they say, hey, listen, all we could find is a kid with a few fish and some loaves of bread. It's not enough. But the beauty of Jesus is this. He will always take what we see as not enough and multiply it to make more than enough. And that's exactly what he did. Jesus took what wasn't enough, a few fish and some bread, and he blessed it. He broke it. And then he began to give it. And as the disciples prayed and broke it, it just multiplied itself to feed everyone until they were full. 
That's the first miracle. There's actually a second miracle. Not only did the people eat until they were full, but just because he could, Jesus allowed there to be leftovers. And it specifically says that there was 12 baskets full that were left over, essentially enough for each disciple to take home a to-go box. Jesus will always supply every need when he blesses what's in front of him. There is a blessing on your life. I believe it. There is a blessing on your life and in your life. Have you, though, chosen to receive the blessing that God wants to give you? Blessings come in different ways, and sometimes those blessings might even be a closed door instead of the open door we've been praying for. The problem with this mentality that culture has been teaching us to assume that we're not enough or to assume that what we have is not enough is it begins to to teach us and it begins to penetrate our minds to where we think we're not enough. Who I am is not enough because I don't measure up to a to a standard that has been placed before me. When God actually, he tells you, he says that he loves you. His love is unconditional. His grace is never ending. And through his blood and through the cross, even though we are not right, even though we sin, even though we fail and mess up and we don't measure up through his blood and through the cross and through his love, we can be redeemed and made right And that right there allows us to be enough. God will always take what we see is not enough. He will bless it and turn it in to more than enough. Maybe you have been feeling that deep down inside of your life. Maybe those thoughts have been plaguing you for days, months, weeks, even years. It's caused you to retreat from the things you love. Maybe it's caused you to give up even something you are passionate about simply because you thought that this is this is not going to work, that I'm not enough to do this. There's no way I can make a difference when my past is full of scars and mistakes. There's no way God could use me if he saw how my family was, if he saw the financial situation that I'm in, if he saw my marriage, if he saw who I really am, there's no way God could use me. But the truth is God even told Moses, what's in your hand? To Moses, it was a staff. To God, it was a tool. What you have is all you need to be great in this world. What God has placed inside of you is enough. And he says that it's actually not just enough. It's more than enough. And although you feel like you have been disqualified because of your past, his blood has washed you clean. And you are more than qualified to allow God to use you. Not everybody has to make a difference on a stage. You can make a difference right where you are today. Believe that God has placed something down inside of you. Believe that what you have and what he's given you is enough. Take the gift that you have and steward it and allow that to be the form of worship that you present to God. Whether it's a musical gift, whether it's some talent, whether it is literally the fact that you are incredibly smart 
and you know how to build computers, you know how to work on things. Maybe you're talented with your hands, you're a mechanical, you're an engineer. There are so many gifts in this world that we can't even write them down or comprehend all that God has given to humanity, but it's our job to steward it. It's your job to take the gift that he's given you and make something great out of it. And through that, God will use you to be a light into this world. Don't allow this world, don't allow the enemy, don't allow culture to influence you and to think to yourself, these are the standards that I've got to live my life by. There's only one standard to live your life by. God's word is the standard. And even if we mess up and break it, guess what? God is faithful and just to forgive us of every single sin in our life. Maybe right now you feel all alone. Maybe you have been battling these thoughts. Just remember what God spoke to Moses. In that moment, he said, hey, I'm going to be with you every step of the way. I'm going to be with you always. God will never leave you nor forsake you. God promises that in his word time and time again. Oftentimes what happens is God is with us, but rather than him leaving us, which he's never going to do, we walk away from him. We do this by taking matters into our own hands. We do this by trying to change who we are. We do this by leaving God on the sidelines in the midst of chaos. We do this by blaming God. There are so many countless ways that we can walk away. And for people that allows them to think maybe God is not real, maybe God is, is not helping me, maybe he's angry at me, and it allows room for the enemy to present lies into our head that often too many people believe. So the truth is, don't give up on God today. Know that he is with you and know that he has placed something incredible inside of you. Steward the gift that he has given you. Allow that to be the very thing that you can bring change into this world. Don't attempt to fit into the standards that is all around us because the truth is you will never fit in to what the world tells you. So remember today, you are more than enough. I want to finish with a scripture. It's found in Ephesians chapter 3 and it's verse 20. It's a beautiful reminder and it says this, Now all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. I love this reminder that God is sharing to us, that Paul is writing to the church of Ephesus, and it is so imperative that we take this to heart and apply it even to our life today and understand that God is at work. You have to understand that God will use anything and anyone for his glory. All he is looking for is someone to just accept him and accept who they are and allow him to bring the change in their life. Even in the moments when we can't feel him or see him, we can trust the promise that he's with us and that he's working in us. Sometimes, as you probably know, God uses hard times to shape us and make us stronger, but he will never leave us stranded. God is at work in your life. And maybe even though you feel like you aren't quite sure which way to turn, 
God is willing and waiting on you to fully surrender. Even the things that you feel like don't matter, even the things that you feel like aren't gonna be enough and don't measure up, God will use you and God will use those things for his glory. He is at work right now in your life. You might not feel it because you might be going through something that seems so difficult that you can't even see your way out of this, but God is at work right now and he's doing something in your life. God has his hands on your life and God is gonna continue to bless you. So stop trying to take matters into your own hands. Stop running and trying to do things on your own and stop comparing and wishing that you had what others have and trust that God has given you more than enough to make a mighty difference in this world. He has all you need. So put your faith, hope, and trust in Him. I wanna pray for you today. And as I pray, it is my hope that God will just speak life into you today. That whatever you have been facing, whatever you have been going through, maybe whatever tragedy or hardship is going on or whatever insecurities are in your life right now, as I pray, I believe God is gonna lift your spirit. You're gonna feel His presence and he's gonna help you through this. So come on, let's do it. Father, right now we just come to you in this moment and I pray over this amazing person who is watching. God, I know there are so many things and so many voices in this world. It's telling us that this is how you need to live your life. It's telling us that this is what you need to do in order to be successful. And all of these voices are meaningless to the truth behind why you created us. God, you've given us something so special in our life. You've put gifts and talents and unique things in us, God. And those things are more than enough to make a difference in this world. So today, will you remind this person? Will you remind them that you are enough and because of that, they have more than enough? Will you send your presence to guide their life? Will you send your peace to their heart, God? Will you give them strength in this moment for whatever situation seems to be going on? Will you remind them that you are working behind the scenes? God, I pray a blessing over them today. God, I pray your provision in their life. And I pray that you will speak louder than ever before to them so they know your voice and they can follow you. Bless this person today. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Hey, I hope this encouraged you today. I hope you feel like your spirit is lifted a little bit because you always, every single day, have an opportunity to be used by God. Whether you feel like it is small or it is something big, God has placed something inside of you and every day is a new opportunity for God to use you. So be confident today. Who you are and what you have is enough because Jesus will always take what's not enough in our eyes and multiply it to be more than enough. Hey, we love you. God is at work and we can't wait to see what he's gonna do in your life. We'll see you soon.